0: Welcome to the SoulWorks podcast, a place where we explore self-care strategies that lead us to our well-being and highest self. I'm your host Adecha Cole. Hi, beautiful souls! Welcome back to the show. If you've been here with me, I appreciate you. I'm so grateful for you. I thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying um, this podcast as much as I am. I'm learning way, way, way so much. And um, I love sharing all my guests with you. And if this is your first time, I welcome you with an open heart. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so happy that you've decided to come join SoulWorks. Like many of you know, I bring in just amazing, beautiful souls into um, this podcast to share with us their journey, their knowledge, and to help us grow. And today's guest I met, I actually found out about on TikTok. You know, this quarantine has brought out the social side of me because I'm doing it from my own house. Um, I get to be as social as I like. Uh, so the introvert in me has been enjoying TikTok. And while I was there, I discovered Ben. And, um, you know, he captured me with his just amazing soul, with his message that really, really resonated with me. And uh, he he's just an unbelievable person uh, with so much wisdom. And I followed him. Um, Through Instagram and um, you know his message really resonated so I um, do what I do best I want to share him with you so um, you know Ben is one of those people that you question because of his intense yet powerfully calming and loving energy Um, the love is real with Ben you can see it you can see through his work how much he loves people and how much he um, works so hard to help us come uh, to terms with our fear and walk into freedom. Uh, He's dedicated to guiding you through fear to freedom. Uh, He's also the host of Feeling Free podcast, which I encourage you so, so much to download, subscribe, and listen to because um, there's just a lot of wisdom there that will help you become your most authentic and highest self. And you know that I am all about becoming our highest self. And um, go to that podcast, listen to it. And um, he's also the founder of the Freedom School, Begin Your Journey to Feeling Free with Ben. And I'm just so grateful that he's here with us. So, Without further ado, here's Ben.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Like this is this is awesome. I'm stoked to dive dive in and do all the things.
0: Wonderful. Uh, before we do, I always have um, a question that I ask. Um, what does your morning routine look like?
1: Ooh, so for me, I'll be honest. It mine has slacked recently, and that's funny you ask this because even this morning, I've been in my head more recently than usual and i think it's a result of not being in a morning routine um and i think that it's just really emphasized the importance of it of having a morning routine because right now like i mentioned to you before we started recording like i don't have a permanent place right now like i'm not um so you know I'm like um when the lockdown with the pandemic happened it was kind of crazy because I was uh, moving from the East coast to the West coast. So I was driving West in my car and I had a retreat um, like for my community that I put on. And so that was in San Diego, California, we had our retreat and then just literally three or four days later, the lockdown started happening. And so I stayed with family. And then, you know, right now I'm in California, but why I bring this up is because this time of whether it's the pandemic Or just any time of uncertainty, unrest, unease, fear. Um, So, thank you for bringing this up because I think it's just so important to balance yourself, to get grounded, to get rooted, to warm yourself up for the most important tasks of your day. So, with all of that um, (laughs) um, context, like my morning routine would be um, meditation slash breathing slash visualization slash gratitude slash um, like affirmations and it's kind of all in one I kind of just feel it out of like meditating being mindful sometimes I'll literally let like put my hands like on the earth and like thank the earth that I'm here I'll look at the trees and um, but then I also do like affirmations and visualizations of like my future and the, the future I'm creating and then I'm thinking of and then I'm calling into my life and then I'll journal and then I'll always have tea um, I've been reading more in the morning as well, and then after that, uh, I'll typically typically do a workout. And what I've been trying to do is doing my most important task of the day first thing, um, because we try and do so many things all the time of just like here's this huge task list that I want to get done, but it's like what is the most important thing of each day? If you just do that, it's profoundly helpful. Um, but even this morning, you know, I was in the emails. Like earlier than expected, so to me is like I want to and I will improve on making sure I'm doing the most important thing. So that is a long answer for what is my morning routine, but I think that's just the realness of it. And if anyone's struggling or going back and forth of like doing it and then not doing it, like it's okay, you're human.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I love to ask this because um, you know when I am in my journey, especially during the very stressful times of my life. The morning was very critical for me because as soon as I wake up is when all the fear and the anxiety and the stress just kicks in. So um, it's when I started to develop a routine in the morning where I give myself just a few minutes before, um, you know, I start the day, I start getting the kids ready for school and all that. Once I do that, it really sets me up for a better day than if I don't give myself that time for, you know, meditation or journaling or just going outside and just breathing for a few minutes. So I, that's why I love to ask that. But thank you so much for sharing that with us.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, it really is critical yeah. to like put, and it's a sign that whether it's, you know, universe, whatever, just to yourself, that you come first, right, is because for you to be the best mom, you have to be the best you. Yeah. And so it's literally like put yourself first and, yeah, you'll have a much better day, which equates to a better week, a better month, a better year, and a better life.
0: Exactly. Yes. So what inspired you to be uh, the fear guy? Like how did all, did it all start for you?
1: Oh. <laughs> well, I know it's a big question. No, I know it's yeah, it's been a journey. So I only recently rebranded to The Fear Guy a few months ago, and it was actually at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um so before then, I wasn't a personal brand or like a public figure. I I had a different brand name and I tried to brand it as like as a community. And what happened was that I was trying to do too much. I was trying to help everyone with everything, and yes, it was inspirational, it was helpful, but it wasn't like truly impactful. And even like monetarily speaking, right, it wasn't doing what I would hope it was it would be doing. And so, how I became the fear guy—it's a pretty cool story. I mean, there's so many different things in life that have like led to this point of like all my experience. Like, I used to do music, um, that has helped with this like college, university, that has helped with this. So many corp, like years of corporate experience and corporate coaching, like managing, directing people and, you know, building brands and companies like that has helped with this. And it's just so funny, like all these things that have accumulated and led me to this point. And of course I'm always still learning and growing. But through all those experiences of my life is what I finally realized is that what I'm really, really good at is I thought it was goals. So like, I thought I was like, because it's kind of the corporate setting, right? Like you're setting goals with people. And that's what my um, old brand was about, was pretty much goal setting. But I finally realized like what I'm good at is not helping people set the goal, but what's in between you and your goal is fear. And a lot of people don't realize that. And when I finally realized it and I rebranded and I stepped into it, so much happened of just being aligned like not just monetarily speaking and growth but like actually impacting people like i'm actually making such a bigger impact and difference that i had hoped to make um once i got aligned with my mission of fear like fear is literally literally in between what you and you want and that's why i think fear is a good thing and a lot of people don't right so i am big on reframing that narrative of like fear is not something to be afraid of. It's something to be loved because it's telling you where your next level of growth is. It's telling you like what you really want. Fear is revealing where you're not free. So anytime you feel fear, it's a message, right? It's information of, oh, like this, why I feel fear is because I want this thing. right? And so kind of listening to that and leaning into it is what I help, whether it's personal coaching, group coaching in our retreats the membership, or just um, through social media, that's what I help people to do. And so that's kind of what brought me to the fear guy is realizing fear is at, at the root of almost every single, whether it's you're not happy in a relationship, in your health, um, in your job, your passion, your purpose, your family, like anything that's holding you back, it's most likely fear.
0: Yeah, yeah. You kind of let me, actually, that was my next question is, you know, um, a lot of people associate fear with something negative um, but it's when when you actually look deep into it, fear is actually something positive because it leads you towards the direction that you need to go grow from so. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, you know, what is your definition of fear? Like, what is fear really?
1: <laughs> That's good. I actually should have come up with a definition of fear. I don't have like <laughs> a, a written out definition. But yeah, fear is like pretty much, I guess, just like what I summarized is like you could look at it from like a scientific purpose of like fear, right? could be like cortisol and adrenaline, you know, like unrest, like scientifically, it's a survival mechanism to keep you alive. So, like, we're all born with, like, a survival mechanism, right, to look out for threats to keep us alive. And so, but what that turns into now, right, is because back in the day, like, the beginning of humans, there were, like, legitimate threats that there's an animal that was going to kill us. It was the elements that were going to kill us. So, it was, like, that. that's what fear is meant to do is to keep you alive. That's literally what fear is meant to do. But now is fear, like, like, yeah, in the minimal circumstances, fear is going to tell you, like, hey, don't, like, jump off this building, you know, like, or get too close to this ledge or go down, like, so there's certain things that it still serves a purpose in that survival um, sense. But most of the time, um, it's not doing that anymore. And we've evolved so quickly as a human race that our brain hasn't had time to adapt and evolve with it so we still view fear or we feel fear as in like it's going to kill us like we're going to die right whether it's like i'm going to quit my job or i'm going to break up with this person or i'm going to ask this person out or i'm going to like speak what i want or all these different things whether it's rejection abandonment not being good enough of like it literally feels like we're going to die because our brain is trained to look out for threats. And so we are constantly looking for threats. And that comes in worry, that comes in anxiety, right? That comes in disappointment, because like, we are literally trained to look for things that are going to like, you know, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, kill us. But we're not going to physically die. But now it turns to like, always worrying and being overwhelmed, which is a much slower, (laughs) and just disappointing and frankly, not pleasant of, of an experience. So to me, like, that's what fear is.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes, exactly. Um, And I also love what you said. It's what's really in between uh, from where we are now and our goals and what we want. Um, I think that's also a really great definition. But um, yeah, I think we've taken fear to a a huge level where we're always, our brain is constantly uh, working and we're always afraid and we are not even realizing that we are afraid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, could be just by, if you want to post something on social media and your brain is working and it's telling you, oh, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? There's just so much going on in there that we don't even know, but we're anxious and it's holding us back from who we want to be or who we really are.
1: It really is. It's crazy. Like um, I just got done working with a client and she said she didn't realize how many things like she didn't realize. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that how much that you're being limited and not just in like your potential, your dreams, but like just straight up like happiness and love and peace. We are so held back and, that goes into fear as well. We become so comfortable with our normal, um, even if it's miserable, even if our comfortable, even if our, you know, quote unquote, comfortable life is miserable and we hate it. It's normal and we adapt. Right. And so we, we become so used to that, that even something as like a loving life of just joy and peace and abundance is threatening to us because it's not our normal. And so, that's really, it's it's difficult to break through, um, but that's, you know, getting, practicing discomfort and getting out of your comfort zone or challenging yourself is so important in all aspects because you kind of reframe that and reteach yourself and unlearn some things that you're not going to die and you're going to be okay. And trust me, like you're quote unquote, like miserable, normal. It can be so much more fulfilling and expansive and exciting and prosperous. But you have to like step from that comfortable misery into an unknown possibility of freedom. But that unknown, like, you know, so if anyone's listening and you're like, damn, like, that's me. Like, it's, you know what you're getting. Like if you stay there, you know what you're getting, you know, how life is gone. You know how you feel right now. And yeah, the unknown is scary. But there's a chance that life could be different. Like if you stay where you're at, there's a 0% chance of success. But if you step out and take that chance, it's greater than 0%. So by you being afraid of taking that chance, you are actually guaranteeing that you stay where you're at, you stay miserable, whatever that is to you you are guaranteeing like what you're trying to avoid is what you're guaranteeing. So to change that, you have to make a different choice, which makes you stepping into the unknown, but that's where possibility is. And so, yes, I hope, I hope someone, whoever's listening, take that chance, go for it. I promise it's worth it.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Uh, You know, we can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. Right. But if we're, you know, sitting in our comfort zone because it is familiar um, and we keep doing the same thing. And that's what uh, many people are. I mean, from my own experience, that's how I used to be. Um, And now that I know that I always ask myself, okay, am I just sitting in my comfort zone or am I challenging myself? Even with, you know, starting this podcast was something that I challenged myself in because um, there was a lot of fear, and oh, would I you know have enough guests to come in? Would I be putting out valuable information? There was just so much uh, that was trying to stop me because I was afraid um uh, until I finally said, You know what, I'm just gonna try it, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, that's fine, but uh if it does, that's great too. so
1: I love that, right, and it's like so what so what's happened like Have you?
0: It's going great so far.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so that's what's so amazing. And even if it didn't go great, it's like you literally lose nothing. Is right. Because it's like, oh man, like I'm so worried about this. Like what's going to happen? It's like you do not lose anything by trying. You only gain something. You gain experience. You know, failure is still your learning experience. I don't even believe in failure, but that's how I look at it. And so when we're so worried about losing something or we're worried about like the outcome of trying something new, when I would reframe that of like, what am I losing by staying the same? So like, if I stay the same, what am I losing out on? Like, what do I not get by staying the same, right? We, we fear doing something new so much that we talk ourselves out of it I would start looking at, like, what happens if I stay the same?
0: Exactly. And, I mean, how about talking to other people? Because that's also something that, you know, could be holding us back, right? We try to get validation from other people. Uh, What do you have to say on that? Because sometimes it's, you know, it might be easier for us to do something on our own, like we can motivate ourselves, but when we seek validation from other people, they can add more fear to us, right? It could be like setting us back. So I always say, if it feels right in, the, in your gut, and if this is something that, if, that you really wanna do, to go for it, because when we seek validation from other people Um, then we're kind of moving away from ourselves.
1: Yeah. So that, I mean, that's a good question because, I mean, our whole life, literally the whole human race, we've been conditioned and raised to please other people. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how it is, is that we're raised right by imperfect, by imperfect people and an imperfect system. And we are literally raised to like get rewards or to avoid punishment, which is literally like validation from people. So we have to unlearn. Um, I mean, I'm speaking about myself here. Like I love getting rewards. Like I'm not too worried about punishment, but like I'm highly motivated by rewards. And so, but like if I don't get the reward, that can be extremely disheartening. And like, and so like what I'm working on is, Not like becoming, you know, internally validated from myself, like in the process because and doing things because I know my inherent worth. And so I would say, before you do something, like, who are you doing it for? And I would ask yourself, how can I make myself proud? I think that's another great question. Instead of, oh my gosh, like, what are they going to think of me? Or, what are my parents? Like, are they going to be disappointed? Like, what is my boss? Like, they're going to think I'm stupid. So I would just think, like, what? how do I make myself proud? What response, what action would make myself proud? And so just focusing instead of, like, external validation to, like, okay, how do I make myself proud? And then go there.
0: That's beautiful. Yes, I forget where I read this from, but, you know, um, I read it somewhere. Our only competition should be ourselves. We should only compete with who we were yesterday. That's how we grow. We shouldn't be <clears throat> competing competing with other people. I mean, that's kind of good in a way if they're inspiring us and we're trying to get to that level. But when competition becomes something that's putting us down and it doesn't feel good, then there's something wrong there. We should always look within and see you know, are we doing better? Are we doing something better than yesterday? Uh, so,
1: yeah, I love that. And like, it's funny, I read a quote yesterday. I forgot who it's by, but it, it's just all it says is competition is for losers. Mm. And so like when you break that down, it's like it literally is. It's like I totally see the benefits in competition. Like I'm definitely competitive, but like it literally is competition. It's like, <laughs> like only one winner and everyone else is losers you know exactly. and so when you think about that it's like oh like okay I see the benefit that benefit of that and like business and marketplace and like striving to be better but at the same time is yeah when we talk about validation or like comparing yourself like there is no one else that you can compare yourself to really is because you are the only you and if you think about like business or like entrepreneurship or in that realm is like don't compete with anyone like be the only you, like, don't be the best, like, I would be better, if that makes sense, like, be the only you, right, be so good that they can't ignore you, like, be the unique you, because there's literally no one else ever has been or will be you, me, or, like, anyone else listening, like, your unique DNA, personality, upbringing, culture, like, whatever that is, there's literally... No one else that has been is or will be you. And so like tapping into that purpose and alignment alignment is so it's so powerful. And like people are attracted to people who like are authentic and just like themselves and like powerful. And so yeah. that's what I have to say about it. <laughs>
0: that's so beautiful. That's beautiful and so liberating too, right? So freeing when you think of it, that one. Yep. so freeing. So what are, I mean, from your journey as a coach, um, what are like the common types of fear you see in people that, especially nowadays, what are people struggling with, if, if there are any commonalities?
1: Yeah, so some commonalities, um, or just the fear of never being loved or not, like, so I'll give you some examples and then break it down of, like, what it really means. So the fear of not being loved is one. Not being lovable, like, ending up alone. The fear of just kind of always being just, like, overwhelmed by fear, just, like, constantly paralyzed by it, not being able to make choices, and just not, like, loving yourself and it's interesting that like honestly fear has so much to do with self-love and I didn't realize it at the time but like once I started coaching people I'm like wow like like once you learn how to feel the fear and you learn the techniques to like reframe and lean into it people really do start to love themselves like I've seen some crazy things that people had so much doubt in themselves and they flipped it in a matter of weeks I've seen people like even like lose weight just because they're beginning t- to love themselves, like and it was during the pandemic, so they couldn't, you know, work out at a gym. Like it was just they were walking and they were shedding weight like pa- like pounds, just because they were beginning to love themselves and all of these things, like the roots of all of what we fear is that we're not gonna that we're not good enough. And that is absolutely everything, right? Like going back to the comparison piece or the validation piece, like we were trained that we are not good enough from the very beginning because you go to school and, or you go to church, or you in these family systems, culture, whatever it is, is like we're taught to fit in and not be your unique self. And so we're literally trained not to be us. And so we try to manipulate or morph ourselves to please other people. And that, that doesn't feel good, obviously, right? Because we're not being authentic. We're not being genuine. We're not being free like our liberated selves and so when we change ourselves it doesn't feel good because we're changing ourselves but then when we're ourselves sometimes we get rejected and that doesn't feel good either and it's kind of like well it's a lose-lose situation but when you realize that you like at the end of the day like being you like that is it like that is it that's the most incredible thing of just being you like that that is the most to me. That's freedom as being your most authentic selves, and so that to answer your question, like the root of it is that I'm not good enough. The root of it is, yeah, just like I'm not good enough, like the way I am, and I have to change myself to be validated for success, or you know, for any types of things in so many different scenarios, and that is the root of it. But that's that's what I coach is like real freedom is to love your genuine self, to unlearn, to reframe, to step into like that power. And a lot of people, most of us, we don't know how to feel fear. Like we don't know how to look at it because it's scary. Like it really is a terrifying practice. And so that's why it helps so much to have like loving accountability in someone to guide you through it because it's like, I don't know how to look at it because I'm scared. I'm afraid of like, if I look at this by myself, what's going to happen? So anyway, (laughs) to answer your question, yeah, like the root of it, all these different ways, the root of it is not being good enough.
0: Yes. I, you know, the hardest thing about meditation for me is sitting alone by myself in silence and actually um, opening up to myself. And in there was so much fear. And that was terrifying for me. I didn't want to accept it or feel it or even acknowledge it. Um, so it was it was tough, and um, that takes time. It does. It's uh, for me. I mean, it wasn't something that just happened. Uh, it takes definitely time because, like you said, it is all a condition, right? Since childhood, we've been told. To change a certain thing, uh, that we're not enough, uh, that either we're, you know, we need to lose weight or gain weight, or we need to speak differently, or we need to change something about ourselves all the time. So that over time becomes into something big and it becomes very hard to change. So, you know, if it took us 20, 30 years to be conditioned to, it's going to take much more time to also unlearn all that
1: yeah like it's true and like to be honest though like if I've seen it happen (laughs) like in three to four weeks it's been pretty wild and that's a surprise me of the how quick these transformations are is because of Zach like just looking at it the fact of looking at your fear leaning into it and imagining something different and yeah like so I like if someone's Like, I agree that it's a practice. It's not just like a snap of the fingers. However, like, if someone's listening, it's like, man, like, this will never happen for me. Like, I can't change. I've tried to change. Like, no matter how much I try, I just keep going back. Like, I promise, I promise I've seen some of the the most, like, reluctant, (laughs) like, like non-believing people, but for whatever reason, they gave it a try because, like, they almost had nowhere else to go. They were at that rock bottom. They gave it a try. And, oof, like, I've just seen some, honestly, some powerful things. Like, the most yeah, doubtful people, like, becoming free and it's like, happy and powerful. It's a pretty awesome.
0: Exactly. I think, you know, it depends on how accepting and how you, yeah. ac- accepting your mind is. Like, if you're ready, and like you said, if you reached uh, the rock bottom and you see that okay, I need to make a change right now. I need to see what I'm not doing correctly and how to change that. Then yes, definitely I can see that even by doing something different, even just by changing your mindset in a small way, you can make a huge amount of progress. Um, That definitely makes sense to me. So how can we identify our fears? Because I know that when we're, in them, it's hard to see, right? Uh, like if you're in the picture frame, you can't see the picture. So how? Did, what can we do to understand our fears or to even uh, acknowledge them? What are some tools or strategies that we could use?
1: Yeah. So I think silence and kind of like what you've already practiced, right? Of It doesn't even have to be be meditation. It could be a walk without your phone or without music or without a podcast. Just practicing stillness or space, space from a partner, space from family, space from work, your distractions. I think that because those are why you're not identifying it is because you're distracted and you're numbing yourself because you don't want to look at it. And it's scary as hell. But if you want to look at it, that's what you got to do, right? And that's kind of what you've felt. And one question I think that will help identify just one area, because there's so many different areas of like, if it weren't for blank, I would be living the life of my dreams. If it weren't for blank, I would be living the life of my dreams. Or I would be the happiest I've ever been. And so that will, that when you fill, fill in that question of like, okay, if it weren't for this thing, I would be quote unquote complete, you know, I think like we're already complete, but is it, is it money? Is it your dream job? Is it the dream relationship? So that's really like what you fear and that's what you need to dive into is like really like would I be fine without this thing? Could I be happy without this thing? Can I fulfill myself without this thing? But I think that's one area to kind of step into like a limiting belief or area of fear is if it weren't for blank. I would be living the life of my dreams. And that's one area to start looking at. Like, is that true? Do I actually need this thing? And then just kind of like go down down that rabbit hole and like question, question your thoughts around that.
0: Mm, Yes, I love that. And most of the time when we keep questioning it, most, most of the time, it's not a true answer. Like, you know, it's something that somebody has probably told us and it's not really our most authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. I love that. Um, what about the other way? So once we identify, okay, this is what's holding me back. This is the fear. What are the next steps then? What, what can we do? So for people who are listening and we're like, okay, th- who probably even know that they have a fear of something, what can they do next?
1: Yeah, it, it depends on the fear. So I would say like, What's something that you have feared or fear in life?
0: Um, I was f- afraid of speaking, uh, speaking publicly, uh, just sharing my uh, experience and myself.
1: Okay, I love it. And that probably had to do something like going into the podcast as well, right?
0: hmm yes.
1: Okay, great. So why were you afraid of that?
0: Um, different reasons, well, the first one was I felt that I don't have enough information uh, to share that would relate with people.
1: Perfect. So, like, like all, this is just one crazy way, right, of, like, kind of what we've already talked about. But is that true that you don't have enough information to share?
0: No. No. No, because, uh, you know, and then I did the work that's why I'm saying no now previously I would have said yes no because I finally told myself that okay for people who are going to listen to me who are going to listen to the message I have to give then I will have enough information from my experience and uh, from going to you know the coaching school that I went to but mostly from the lessons that I've learned and what I've been through I think I have enough information to put out there
1: yeah for real right and like one one person would listen to you right right like there's no way that in this world of you know seven billion whatever we're at that like especially with you right like you have a market in Ethiopia which is really cool that you have this niche like there's no way that zero people in this world can like not benefit from what you have to say. Like, like I had a, and why I'm bringing this up is because it's goes just going back to the questioning and like asking yourself, is that true? And figuring out like where the root of that is. Like I had a dental student um, on TikTok. He asked me, he's a third year dental student, and he was asking me kind of like a similar question of like imposter syndrome and thinking that he didn't have, he wasn't smart enough, right? He wasn't X enough, like people weren't going to listen to him. He didn't know enough. And I'm like, dude, like you're a third year student. So you can help second year students. You can help first year students. You can help people thinking about dental school. Like you already have information that you can share that can help people. You know, and so for me, it just goes back into, like, questioning that fear and, like, is that really true? And so, like, you can even do that in a relationship. Like, are you afraid to leave, like, an unhealthy or a toxic relationship or one that's not happy you're bringing your joy or serving you anymore? Like, you try to work it out, but it's just not working. But you have a fear of, like, I am unlovable. Like, I'm not going to find someone else. Like, all these different things. Like, I'm going to be alone forever. Is that true? Are you absolutely positive that in this world of, you know, tons of, tons of people that you're, no one else is going to love you. And at the end of the day, right. Is like you loving yourself and not relying on someone else to like complete you. But like, even if it's just, you're talking about like finding someone to like care about again, there's no way just like, to me, this is just such realistic thinking. It's not even positive thinking. It's just, like, if you actually, like, step back and look at it, it's, like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's almost silly, and that's, like, it, but that's okay, is, it's, like, wow, like, if you just start looking for those ways to, like, almost, like, prove yourself wrong or question it, you'll find it, like, you'll find it, even if you're worried about, like, money, like, there's different fears around money, uh, like, you know, I don't have enough, or, like, I'm afraid of money, because my parents fought about money, or there's so many different things, but like, or like, just say you're worried about like paying the bills, but like, if you start focusing on like, is that true? Like, am I going to die? Am I going to starve? It's like, no, like, in this moment, you have a roof over your head, you're listening to this podcast in your car, in your home, you probably have a phone, you have a computer. Are like your bills paid, even if you're in debt, maybe you got government money, you got government stimulus, you know, like there's so many different things. Like if you look at the moment, just right now and just question it and look for the evidence, like you will start to prove yourself wrong, which is such a funny way to say it. But like, then you'll start to see like a new, like a new possibility. And that's what it's all about is just seeing a new possibility that you can create.
0: Exactly. And it again, brings you back to yourself, right? And when you're asking these questions, you almost have no choice but to go back to yourself and then it takes you to self-worth. Um, it brings you back to who you are truly and authentically and um, it makes you really question who you are as a person. And it just makes you feel like, okay, this is me, I I am enough. It brings you back to that point of really asking, okay, now am I questioning my worth? You start questioning your worth and then you know, of course, I am worthy and it take, it's, it's just a beautiful way of getting back to who you are and uh, start loving yourself. Uh, so I really, really like that. Um, so for a person, I guess we touched on this right now, but for someone who is stuck on something right now and they're listening, what do you have to say to them? Uh, we definitely covered it into asking, you know, is this true? But do you have another message for them who, you know, are they afraid to enter a relationship or uh, come out from a job or start their own business or whatever it is that they're thinking of. Um, what message do you have for them?
1: Yeah, it's really simple. It's just like, I love you and I believe in you. Like, like for real though, like hear that, that like, no matter what you do or you don't do, you will always be lovable. You'll always be enough. And like, I believe in you so hard. Like you have to think of what other, God, spirituality, religion, you believe in, whatever created you created absolutely everything you love about life. It created your family, right? It created nature, hell, like space. like if, And so to me, like, we are so powerful. Like the fact that we were just born is insane, right? It's a one in like 400 trillion chance, right? Like to be born and, like, we've already won. The fact that you're here, like, you have so much power that is untapped. And that's what I want you to know is that you are so powerful. So, so powerful. Like, you can create anything. You can do anything. And I love you. And I believe in you. Let's go.
0: Wow. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. That's that's exactly it. Yes. And we all need to hear that, too. Yeah. Uh, in- it makes a big difference to know that because sometimes that's all people need is a little bit of uh, encouragement. And that's what, again, you know, that's what's so great about the work that you do is you are that person who directs them in that way. You know, nobody wants to be stuck in fear, but it's just that we don't have that resource. We don't have uh, that person to tell us that they believe in us and that we can do it. Um, my job, I see my job as a coach, is not to fix everything for a person because it's them who fixes it, you know. My job is to highlight their, their goodness and remind them of who they are and what they are capable of because we forget. Um, and we forget uh, because people tell us differently. Uh, but as a coach, I, that's what I love about what I do is – to help people think differently, see a different perspective, and to make them feel that they are worthy and that they are loved. Um, so that's that's very beautiful. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, you're so welcome. I mean, like, think about like how cool is that? That we are literally created by the same thing that like everything you can see, right? Of like whether it's the ocean, like the sun this like magnificent forest or like whatever it may be of like how everything is like working perfectly. Like if you look at nature, it just exists, right? Like if anything, we just, we ruin it and destroy it, right? Like we try and manipulate it. But like, if we weren't here, it was, it was here before us. It'll be here after us. Everything. If you look at, like if you just use nature as an example, it just, it's a living thing. And it, it, It doesn't think about, like, am I good enough? (laughs) That's kind of funny to think of, like, a tree. (laughs) Thinking, like, am I growing strong and tall enough, right? It's, like, it just is, and it exists, and it does its thing. And the same thing that created that is, is you. And so, to me, that's just such a powerful reminder of, holy cow, like, we are so blessed to have this small blip of time on this earth that is going to disappear and I think another motivating point too is that like you're going to die and a lot of people don't like to go there because that's you think that's like oh that's so like fear monger and it's like no that's the truth like that's reality and like you are going to die and that that motivates me so much to love harder to pursue everything to speak truthfully transparently transparently to live fully and like soak everything up because whatever you believe in like this moment this life won't exist at some point and so to me it's like I literally have one chance at this for this life I have one chance at this so it's like let's go like let's live it like let's truly live it to the absolute fullest
0: yeah Absolutely. Oh my goodness, I love that. And that is why it is so important that we give ourselves this time to even think about this, you know, because we're always rushed. I mean, that's just the way the world is right now. And in a way, that's kind of like the silver lining of this pandemic is that it kind of forced us to take a step back and just sit for a while, you know, instead of rushing and running around and doing a billion things that we do during the day. Uh, that's why it's so important to take a step back and look at the sky, you know, look at the clouds and look at the trees and and think about them, not just, you know, glance at them, but see how how it works, how it all flows, how nature does its thing. There's just so much we can learn from it. That's why, um, you know, there's this thing now, forest bathing, right? Where, you know, people go there to get healed. And I, I love that. I love that nature heals us. And that's something that we need to bring back into our lives. Like we're so t- detached from nature, And that's why we're um, kind of
1: on their own nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're up in the air and we're, we need to be more grounded. We need to um, just, you know, put our feet on the ground and feel it. Uh, I, I, you know, I remember when we were kids, we used to just go outside and play on the grass and, uh, you know, play with mud and all that, but Mm -hmm. We kind of need to get back to that in even as adults to um, really get back to nature and admire it and also realize that we are part of it. like you said, that we're no different from it. and we're so lucky to be alive. and yeah, life could be I, I also read this somewhere that life could be very uh, long or it could be very short. It could be very long if we're always trying to resist it and we're not happy and we're not doing the things that we're going we want to do but at the same time it's also very limited um so that was so beautiful that you shared that with us thank you so much
1: yeah you're so welcome thank you for having me this has been awesome like i appreciate your questions and thank you for creating and holding a space of loving energy and great questions. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. And I always, uh, also, you know, I believe that in one way or another, we're here to serve people. We're all here to solve it, to serve each other. Um, and you've given us so much wisdom. Uh, so what, what is it that we can do to serve you, me and my listeners?
1: Oh, I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I have a podcast. It's called feeling free. So you can, it's everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Whatever, wherever you get podcasts, um, I'm really proud of it. Like we've had really cool guests, like the holistic psychologist um, Dr. Nicola Pera. I just had Jeff Brown; he's a best-selling author on, and then Brianna Weist. She was on there; she's a best-selling author. And so, like, just honestly, like that podcast. I was listening to it yesterday. I'm like, damn, this is good. <laughs>
0: it is good. I have listened to it. It's an amazing podcast.
1: Thank you. And then, uh, of course, like, if you just follow me on Instagram at The Fear Guy, um, my website is feeling-free.com. So we have a retreat coming up. Like, So we do, like, in-person immersive retreats that you come together with like-minded people to an immersive experience. And that's, like, hard to beat. You can't replicate like a group of 10 to 12 people coming to nature. It's this beautiful spot of like healing and growth and connection and love and like relaxation, relaxation, but also like conscious um, workshops that we'll be teaching uh, personal coaching. I have like a membership. It's called the freedom school. We do um, weekly workshops, which is pretty amazing. So every single week we hop, we have a live call together where we teach a new workshop, like do a Q and a and group coaching setting. So there's plenty of resources that like, if you feel fear, you want to feel free, you want to feel more yourself. If you want to feel at peace, at ease, confident, powerful, there's so many resources or just shoot me a DM on Instagram. Like, cause I love you. Like I truly do. Like I love you and I believe in you and I believe in what you say about like serving each other. So I'd be happy if you said hello.
0: Yeah. And I will make sure that we have all uh, that information and your contact information on the show notes as well. Um, again, Ben, thank you so, so much for being here with us.
1: You're so welcome, thank you.
0: Wow, that was just so beautiful. I loved talking to Ben. There was just so much um, so much wisdom there, oh my goodness. I mean, fear is a huge deal for most of us, you know? Uh, there isn't a single person in this world no matter, you know, what level they are in, that doesn't experience fear because it is part of who we are. It is part of life and it is a necessary thing in life because it's what, um, protects us, uh, really like, you know, you heard Ben say it is something that is naturally occurring so that our, um, our well-being is protected. And back in the days, in the ancient times, um, or not so ancient, maybe. But you know, if we see, even right now, if something is about to harm me, and or something is in here in my close proximity that is going to harm me, then yes, there will be fear that is going to um, help me to. Move away and get myself out of this area as soon as possible. Uh, Or if I'm entering in a toxic place, or if I'm entering something that's dangerous or harmful, uh, fear is definitely necessary. But what's happening now is that we are so overloaded with so much information uh, so, so much information on our phones, on our emails, on our computers um and uh on the tv just so much news that we're hearing everything around us is now kind of projecting fear on us and whether we like it or not subconsciously our mind is telling us that something is wrong it's always on alert 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 and um we're always on the edge you know uh so It's so crucial for us to take the time to make a discernment on what are we focusing on? Uh, Why are we so afraid? We need to ask ourselves that question. We need to really come back to who we are. And when I say that, that means come back to your highest self, come back to your most authentic self, um, that is connected to the divine, to um, the creator, you know, who, who you believe in that is higher than you, that created you in this universe, that decided that you are worthy, that you are important, that you are necessary for this time to be here, to be born. Um, when you connect to that, and see from that perspective, then everything that you're afraid of becomes minute, really, because you see the power within you, you see who you are, and you see that um, you're higher than your fear, that you're at a different level. And it's only when you choose to dwell on that fear, when you choose to give it your attention, and when you uh, kind of marinate in it, and then when you um, start working around it, that's when you get caught up. But when you look at it from a higher perspective, and when you look at it from the understanding of who you are, and what you're capable of, then you can work your fear. And that means that you get to step out of it and have the power and have the capability to even ask, okay, what is this fear here to teach me? What can I learn from this fear? Not that, oh, this fear is telling me to not do something because I'm not worthy. But from the perspective, oh, this fear is here telling me something that either I need to go back and fix something from my past, which is making me feel that I am not worthy, that I'm not enough, that I'm not capable of doing what I wanted to do, or it is here to warn me of something and I need to start becoming more aware and conscious. There are so many ways to look at fear outside of... Oh, this is something negative, and this is something that is true, and I can't—you know—I need to believe it and just stay put where I am. Uh, that's when we get stuck. When we are looking at our fear as something bigger than us, then we cannot move past it. But when we look within ourselves, and when we start to grow and understand of who we are as a human being, as a spiritual being. Um, then it's easy for us to walk over it, walk away from our fear, not by pushing it away, not by covering it up, uh, but by truly going through it, by dissolving it and understanding it and dissolving and working through it to be who we are truly supposed to be, to be who we are meant to be. So fear is, is a beautiful thing if you choose to look at it that way. But fear can also be a very dark thing if you remain stuck and don't know how to work it. But just like Ben said, you are loved. You are more than enough. You are a powerful being. You're an amazing being. Um, you are a beautiful soul. So I really, really hope that you loved this episode as much as I did. Um, I could have gone talking to him for hours, but I hope that you got what you needed to at least uncover or try to take a, a small step into be curious about your fears and then start to really understand and work through them um, and I'll post all of his resources so that you can go in and uh, start really working on your fears and uh, being your highest most authentic self that is my hope that is my wish for you that is what soul works is all about for you to uncover who you are for you to be your highest most authentic self for you to do your soul work and working your fear is definitely part of that fear of that work so i love you guys i love uh, being here and sharing this amazing amazing um knowledge and this amazing conversation with you definitely definitely let me know what your thoughts are i love to hear from you i love um for you to tell me what your thoughts are And if you thought that in any way that this episode, this podcast is useful, please go ahead and share it. Um, You know, that, like I say in all my episodes, we're all here to serve one another. And if what you do today to serve another person is to share this podcast, go ahead and share it. Let us serve each other. Let us all think of one another and let us all grow together together. I love you, beautiful souls. Until next time, bye-bye.